You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman. We are in the BDE. This is Up Next. We review NXT every week for Post Wrestling, postwrestling.com. You can follow us, subscribe to us, comment, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. Because right now we're actually recording this we live. We are live. We're live. Still, Mr. Ting's catchphrase. We are live. We are live. Um... I, I don't know. I'm not a Patreon. To, I don't support. I don't support them. What? <laughs> um, uh, we never. We we've never done this before hmm. live in our in our BDE. Yeah. The Braden David Estate. Yes. Don't know what else you would think that means. Um, if you're watching this video, you get to see David's lovely Kyrie Sane cutout. Isn't she beautiful? Uh, she is quite beautiful. Uh, Scrum said that sent that to us in Christmas time, and if anyone ever was ever wondering, that's what she looks like. Um, I guess I usually ask you how your day is, but we shouldn't really talk about our days. We should oh, just how was your day? My day was great. I went for a nice, lovely walk. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I was a little hungover today. I had the first Friday off in a long time. Nice. So I, I went out, but... I, I was a little hungover as well. Oh. Uh, John. John took me out. Yes, I heard about this. John yeah. Pollock took you out. We had, we had a little mandate. You and John went out. Yeah, we okay. went to the Cadillac Lounge, and okay. we watched uh, Mouth's band. Yes, Dan Lovransky in yeah. a band, and you watched him play the drums. Yeah, surf it, was, band. it was great. Okay, it was. Uh, it was like a battle of the bands for like surf bands. Is, is that the? Yeah. Is that what you call them? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love uh, surf music. no, it was, it was great fun. I could picture you doing your. You have this move where you do that. Uh, for those listening to the audio version, it's what like the I twist. Know. I don't know. I guess you do twist. that a lot. Okay. You'd have definitely been doing that if okay. you were there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. I right. had a lot of fun. Drank far too much uh, and suffered today at work, but. NXT TakeOver 25 woke me up. Yes, actually, I was like, I had a nap before the show, right. so I was like super energized. I had, a, you know, I had my Starbucks, I was ready mm-hmm. to go. Uh, I know you had your iced coffee, so you got perked up, yep. and you thought you were going to fall asleep, but if you watch this TakeOver tonight, you know you weren't uh, falling asleep. You? There how was nothing fall to fall asleep to. This card was crazy. Um, 
everyone always says after the latest takeover, best takeover ever. Best takeover ever. I know people are going to start to say this about takeover. Well, well, what would you say? Did you come out of it with that? I came out of it loving every single thing out of it. Okay. So I'm like, okay, maybe they just don't miss. Um, for those of you that watched AEW, uh, maybe this is Triple H's uh, fu to Cody Rhodes for smashing the throne. You'd be like, hey, you want to put on a good wrestling show? Yeah, we were I'll saying we like I'll about. It seemed the wrong person to. Yeah, he point shouldn't have attacked attack Triple H. The the joke on Triple H just doesn't make sense. Yeah, uh, he should have done something regarding Vince. I think it's that throne is such a symbol. It, it kind of sure. represents Vince and Triple H, and it's more know, of a like taking a shot. Thing. It's like, of course, yeah. So I just this show delivered, in my opinion. The card was crazy. If you follow NXT every week. Um, you see some of the characters that maybe made their takeover debuts, like even tonight. It's, it's yeah, I thought it was quite an interesting card. Uh, it was quite fitting for the the twenty fifth anniversary, yes. I guess. It was um, shout backs to the past with your likes of Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Um, also, looking forward to the future. There were a lot of people who this was their first takeover, like um, Steve Cutler. Um, yep. You had... Jackson Riker, I guess? I Jackson know. Riker, although he wasn't in a match, he was featured. Sure. That was his first takeover. Yeah. Uh, Io Shirai hasn't been in a match at takeover. And... No, oh, she was... Was was she not in the in the Fatal 4-Way? Oh, my right. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, Angelo Dawkins, who's an OG. He's been in NXT wow. since Wow, he's been in start, NXT for so long. And this was his first takeover. That's crazy that you if, you... if you watch back, like... He had so many different gimmicks. He had a backpack. He was a 90s kid. Yeah. Like, he was a skateboarder. And it was weird. finally clicked. And he's finally and five, in something. Five years yeah, more, more than that. That's crazy. He's finally made it to an NXT. Yeah. Um, I thought this card was crazy. I, I, should we just start getting into well, the card? Yeah, I put in a, out a little poll on Twitter before okay. the show just okay. to see uh, what... Uh, what you guys think uh, before going into TakeOver, what sure. match were you most excited for? Um, and I have the results right here. Um, we had a poll for a poll for uh, for which match are you looking forward to the most? What do you think? What do you think? What were you looking forward to the most? I'd say the main event or Riddle and Roddy. Okay, interestingly enough, we had fifty nine votes, and Tyler Breeze versus the Velveteen Dream okay. won with thirty four percent of the votes. I said that was. I mean, it's still. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was still interested in that match, but I wasn't saying it was the one I was most. I think it was most interesting. Like for. we've seen Cole Gargano before. I yeah. think there was a lot of, like I was interested to see how Tyler Breeze would do. Like sure. we haven't seen him wrestle properly sure. for a long time, and we saw a different. And we knew this was going to be a big opportunity for him. It's just so interesting. They just randomly threw this takeover together. Um, a lot of the arena here in Bridgeport, Connecticut, is where this event took place. And I found it like maybe it didn't sell out, so they darkened it a little bit. But the crowd got into it at certain parts. I, parts like I don't crazy. know if it wasn't sold out. I'd like to hear. I know um, a few of our listeners were there. Yeah. So I'd love to hear from them to see how full it was. Because there was a couple of shots like from wide, and it, it looked pretty sold out. Yeah, I think it's just... NXT always does the indie They show. always dim it a bit anyway. And yeah. obviously, without there being... Uh, a pay-per-view or a Raw or SmackDown, sure. they didn't have the classic WWE set. They just had their, like, traveling set. Yeah, and I don't care. NXT is, like, developmental. It makes it seem like an indie show. They always, yeah, they're I mean, minimal. they did this with Evolution last year. They had right. this set, and a lot of people were going, oh, did that sell badly? Because they dimmed it. But apparently that was sold oh, very okay. well as well. No, so because the crowd woke up in certain parts. Yeah, I think it's just the look. Yeah. 
That makes more sense. Uh, well, this card was crazy. Uh, I do know they taped some matches for the Hangover show. Okay. So technically, that means we have to do a Hangover show next yeah. week. So get ready for that. Absolutely. So I'll have to... Oh, I introduced you to Hennessy this week. What am I going to introduce you to next week? I don't know. Well, well I'm actually out. closing the night before, so I'm going to be tired. You're so I be won't actually, be hungover, you but might be. I might I'll get see you hungover. I'll get to you after your shift. Yeah. I'll get to you. <laughs> um, so they taped some stuff. So if you're looking to see Kona Reeves Ooh, in action... I am. you got to tune in next week oh, on The Hangover Show. I'm sold. I'm sold. Yeah. Uh, it's the finest, and he's the finest. Uh, so let's get into the show. Let's start off uh, NXT Bridgeport. NXT 25. Now, uh, David made the mistake of putting his computer in the shop. Actually, no, I'm not going to lie. They, they kind of screwed you over. Yeah. So we only have one computer. So all my notes are on my phone now. Yeah, so, so I'm not going to try to look at my phone. We're not being antisocial. These are these are the notes. We, we're Don't just like, yeah, that. we're doing this review. I and like, oh. I'm a person who will, if I'm hanging out with you, I'll put my phone in my pocket. You know, I did this thing the other week. There were about 10 of us. Okay. And we went... We will get onto the show, but yeah. we just went, before we started, we went, right, everyone's phone's out, in the middle, put them face yeah. down in the middle, all on top of each other. If yeah. you reached and got your phone, you had to buy everyone there a shot. Nice. Now, I can't afford to buy 10 people a drink, so I was off my phone all night, okay, and it wow. was quite nice. Good, see? I, I do it all the time. Mm. I don't like to be on my phone, unless, you know, I gotta go on Twitter and see what wrestling Twitter is is all about. Absolutely. That's, that's all the rage uh, these days. So let's get into this TakeOver Bridgeport, TakeOver 25. It starts off with a match I was very looking forward to. Roderick Strong mm. versus Matt Riddle. Now, uh, you were dancing around like Matt Riddle all day in the house. Uh, I feel like that should be my walk. Cause it's you walk, such a good walk. Yeah, you walk like him, mocking him, but I feel like that's... I walk like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. But you, you have a weird like penguin walk. It's, <laughs> yeah, we don't, it's very talk, we don't need to talk about it. I have like the same leg issue as like Matt Hardy. That's I could do leg <laughs> drops off cages. Right. Um, Talking of dancing, I spotted my friend Scott Rodriguez front row dancing away to oh, Matt nice. Riddle. So he was, he, front he was row the star of Bridgeport. Uh, Matt Riddle, uh, well, Nigel brings up the fact that Roderick Strong may or may not have attempted murder on. They don't mention any stabbing, but mm. they do mention the bloody flip flop. These is bloody shoes. Uh, Roderick Strong is wearing some new gear with the Undisputed Era stuff. And uh, Matt Riddle is in some nice white and gold with Zebra. And he, and he kicks the flip-flops at Roderick Strong. Usually he does it in like his entrance. But he kicks them purposely at him. And he's like, you want to try to kill me in my flip-flops? You want to get blood on my Nike flips? You know how expensive? Are they? I bet they already have Matt Riddle flip-flops. Probably. Well, on the store? Yeah. I don't think so. He's yeah, probably they will. They he was will. Pro- I guarantee he's probably wearing. Once he's main roster, that's oh, that's for being sure. sold. Yeah. yeah, I want some Gucci slides. Is what I want. I'm a fan. Hmm. Uh, but it's open toe weather in Toronto in the summer. I'm not a fan. No, no, no open. If you're like only dads, oh, you're not a sandal and flip flops guy. No. A sandal and socks guy. Then are you? No, that's just no open toes. Unless you're at a beach or like you know you're on vacation or you're a dad. That's it just it. fucks my feet. Or up. you're walking Matt around Riddle. a city yeah. in flip flops. No, only Matt Riddle pulls it off. I, I don't know why he does it, but he does it. Um, the match starts off. There's a series of uh, like side waist locks and a lot of out wrestling each other. If you followed Roderick Strong's career, it's He's a very technical wrestler, mm. and Matt Riddle, like coming into pro wrestling in the Indies, he's also that kind of smash mouth style. So these two clashing is almost like a little bit of a dream match, I'd say. Um, there's so many gut wrench suplexes from Matt Riddle. Roddy hits his classic backbreaker off the apron. There's like half Nelson, full Nelson. There's like stretching across the ring post. Um, 
Roderick Strong hits his angle slam, the Olympic slam, almost like I I love uh, two. These aren't big lads wrestling, but two technical. I know we just saw on NXT TV Kushida and Drew Gulag, and when yeah. the styles are the same, it can still go really well. Oh yeah. So I found that with this really really well. I know you're not a fan of Matt Riddle's like character, but his in ring. Oh, I've like, never had an issue with his ring stuff. Yeah, he's he's so talented. I need to check out some of his stuff earlier on. Oh like, yeah, we watched some of him. We've seen him in Smash Wrestling yeah. last year at the Northern. Mm-hmm. At the Northerns this weekend. Go check it out here in Toronto. Um, but he's fantastic. He, uh, there's there's the end of the heartache attempt, but it's turned into the bro buster. There's so many different moves, but we'll get to the greatest move name in maybe wrestling history. Uh, there's palm strikes and kicks and there's exploders, the bro to sleep and a bridging German for two. There's a superplex from Roderick Strong. And then Roderick Strong decides, like Matt Riddle's like draped on the ropes kind of standing. Roderick Strong decides to run up and down the ring, run the ropes. This but, is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, every time he's running the ropes, he forearms him, runs back, forearms him, b- back and forth. It was like a train of forearms. It was so funny. It was it was good because he was nailing him with these forearms. And after this, the crowd is getting so into this because he's not stopping. He's just killing him with these. And he goes for the stronghold, which is his like lion tamer, his, his old finisher like in Ring of Honor days. Um, I noticed that Roderick Strong did a lot of... I feel like this is technically his biggest match because he's never had... I think so. Has he had a takeover match before? He had one against Andrade in oh, right. San okay. Antonio. Yeah, this was his but biggest He was match. a different character then. That was Dad Roddy. Andrade sure. wasn't particularly over at the time either. Right. I can't remember the match. I'm sure it was great, but I think Roddy's coming to his own a lot more now. Definitely. Uh, very impressive. And this, I feel like he was just pulling out everything. He was yeah. like, I know this is all the most eyes I'm having. Because like he was like he was the workhorse in Ring of Honor. He's become a workhorse in Undisputed Era over the past few years. But finally, getting his own like one-on-one big moment here against a big dude like a star, I thought it was great. So he's pulling out like the stronghold, the backbreakers, every single like half Nelson backbreaker, just crazy. Um, finally, there's like a crazy sequence with like flash knees is what the the final flash is what Moore was calling right one of Riddle's knees. Doesn't didn't you say I didn't hear it, but did you say he called a knee? The he did a ripcord knee like. Seth Rollins, Rollins does, does and Kenny does yeah. and he actually Mara called it a ripcord V-trigger nice which V-trigger <laughs> is very much Kenny's oh, name for it and I, I don't that. remember it being called on WWE TV before uh, Roddy used to do the, the the Gibson special which is like the fireman's into the double knees gut buster uh, in honor of Jamie Noble mm. so he did that in the match as well he even hits his tiger bomb which is the butterfly into the power bomb the the, the riddle kicks out, so he turned it into the stronghold, into the line tamer, and I was like, "Yo, maybe he'll make Riddle tap out here." Like, damn, well, there was like, a lot of focus on. I feel every match in this show had a lot of focusing on an injured body part. Sure, this was focusing on Riddle's back. Yeah. So uh, obviously, Roddy is the messiah of the backbreaker. Yes. So he's doing all his backbreakers. Yeah, so, all of them. Uh, the stronghold as well hurts is, the back. Hurts the back. You ever been um, put in the in the, the lion tamer in the walls? So oh yeah, it's, it's, I, I prefer putting people in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm literally not a joke. I, this is not a sexual innuendo. I've walked into your room and you had your girlfriend in the walls. Oh yeah, Jericho. Yeah, just that is not like a. That's just straight <laughs> honest. I walked in. and I was like, oh, he's, it's normally the and you're uh, like cat. Uh, it's normally the clover leaf. I put. <laughs> oh, the clover leaf. Yeah, yeah nice. Right. Uh, so he has him in the stronghold, and I'm saying I'm bit. I'm gonna bite. I think Riddle should tap out here, and of course Matt Riddle. 
the bro, he escapes, he gets out of it, he, he hits, uh, a, the bro, he get he locks in the bro mission, uh, hits a bunch of back elbows. Uh, I think I messed up the name of the move because the move he hit earlier was like, uh, isn't, isn't, doesn't he use the move to finish? Is what he pinned? It was the move he, it's the knee that he used on, uh, Ono. Which he pinned him in six seconds in okay. his first match. Right. And they drew attention to that. They were like, oh, this finished off Cassius Ono in six seconds. Right. But Riddle... Uh, sorry, Roddy kicked out. So right. okay. they're, they're building up some multiple finishes for, Cause, for Riddle. Because he, he has this move called the Bo Derek. The Bro Derek. Not Bo Derek. That was the finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, pinned, he beats him with this. Because Roddy escapes... The bro mission. <laughs> well, just before this, um, bro, he sorry. Listen to this sentence: Roderick Strong escapes the bro mission, but then gets hit with the bro Derek. <laughs> Wrestling is very strange. Uh, yeah, sorry. Well, you had the with the selling of the back. You had Riddle go for his broton, which is the the Sent- the like moon salt into the sorry the what. The Broton. The Broton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he does his, like, moonsault into the Senton. Yeah. And Roddy, Roddy got, got his, his knees, knees up. up. And then when he did get the Bro Mission locked in, it was the back giving out right. why Roddy got out of it. Sure. So we've seen Riddle win with the Bro Mission a bunch. We saw him beat with the, what do they call it, the, the Flash Finish or, the or flash, something? The Flash Final flash. Final flash. Yeah. We've seen him beat um, Ono oh, with that. So he's, and now he's, in this match, he's, he's got pulled everything. out something else to beat Roddy. So Riddle's a machine. Mm. Uh, I would say Riddle, after this match, wow, what a banger. Like this. So the bro Derek is, uh, it's a like, tombstone, but you like don't land on the tombstone. You land like sideways, like, like you slam. into a pedigree sort of kind of like, a, it? yeah, it's still cool. I really like it. Yeah. The bro Derek. I wonder if they'll change that. <laughs> uh, Mario called it, yeah. but like interesting. I did a face swap on my phone to see what they would look like. If you put, Matt Riddle's like really stone face on Bo Derek's beads, dreaded hair on Terrifying. the beach, and it was very scary. So uh, yeah, uh, that was a classic. It was that a good match. match a good crazy. opener. Yeah. Um, I felt I was a bit. I normally love Mauro Ronaldo, and I was a bit put off early in the in the match. I don't think the crowd um, throughout the whole show really. I don't think the crowd were as hot as your usual takeover crowd. And there was the bit it took when a lot to get them in. There was this, and I think Mauro maybe was trying to make up for that because I mean he's over the top anyway. But there right. was the the superplex spot, which okay, superplex is a big move, but it's in every map. We see it a lot. The superplex, of course, now. yeah, yeah. And he kind of Oversold lost it. his shit Oversold on it, it. and I it sort of, it kind of put me off. And I thought uh, I don't think I'm into this match as much as sure I should be. But then after that. It really it started up, yeah. to pick it up. It got crazy. Yeah, those two delivered. I want to see more Roderick Strong. I might want to see Matt Riddle challenge for the title, the main title. I think that's that's, that's where he could be going. I think so. I just, After killing Roddy? Yeah. I worry for for Roddy a little bit. Um, no, put him in the next takeover. Or put him in alternate with the... Put, don't worry. We'll talk okay. about the prophecy later. Sure, okay. We'll talk about the prophecy later. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll talk about the prophecy. Uh, let's go to our next match. This was chaos and Morrow has told us time and time again that chaos is a ladder this was a four tag team title ladder match so that's a lot of guys that's a lot of ladders this was just bananas this is crazy i've just seen uh way has changed his name on twitter oh my God. to cowboy waiting and his little profile just says yeehaw oh my god <laughs> 
ridiculous. Yes, there was a post-wrestling fan in the crowd. If you saw uh, certain shots on this sh- tonight's show, it said Cowboy waiting because uh, he's a cowboy, obviously. Mm. I love Cowboys. Who back, doesn't love Back cowboys? to the Future 3 is my favorite. We, how, our first Halloween together. I was, I was cow- a cowboy and you were the cow. I was the cow and you were the cowboy. Yeah. Wow, that's really cute. Yeah, that we were. We, yeah, that's true. He's stealing your gimmick, mm. technically. Give him the hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this tag team ladder match was just insane. There were so many things in this. Let's go. Um, the Street Profits versus the Forgotten Sons versus Undisputed Era versus Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. Now, we said there's some takeover debuts here. We got um, we got all the teams. Uh, we, we already mentioned who's debuting, but I like some of the gear that the guys are coming out in. Ford especially. Oh, yeah. If you're a regular who just doesn't watch the NXT TV shows, which, hey, you know, there's a lot of wrestling out there. Maybe you don't check it out. Um, sometimes you should check it out because these guys put on some... These guys going to evolve... Gabe, oh, Gabe helped them out. They yeah. he must have scouted the last, them. I'd say the last two or three months. They've improved. Oh, they've been great. What's in those red cups? Yeah. Really? The, the num-num, num-num juice. juice. Yeah. 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 Uh, these guys have much improved, and especially tonight. So there's tons of uh, head strikes and crazy strikes from Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. When they get on fire with their chops, he lit up Kyle O'Reilly's oh, chest. Poor looked- Kyle. <laughs> Let, let's, let's take a moment's pause for Kyle O'Reilly. Poor little out. Poor little out for Kyle O'Reilly's back tonight. Yeah. So Kyle Riley's chest gets fucking torn up like a piece of meat. And that's not the worst of his problems mm. in this match by far. Uh, there's a tope over the top from Wesley Blake where he like goes over the ladder. That looked crazy onto everyone. Uh, Dawkins with his first takeover splash off the corner onto everyone. Uh, everyone kind of jumped in to get landed on a splash. But yeah. it still looked cool. It still got over. The crowd is really hot for just, I think, everyone in this match. Yeah. More specifically... Undisputed Era. They're really hot. When we go to these NXT shows, like in New York, everyone's rocking the tees. Yeah. So Kyle Riley and Bobby Fischer, still really over, Oh yeah. I would say. Um, I write here that Kyle falls off a ladder really bad and lands on his back. Oh, this but was... what spot is that? Because that's a lot of the spots in this match. Well, it, yeah, it was when he was... The he gets... first one was he was climbing the ladder. And yeah. It was a standard being pushed off. But yeah. the ladder basically landed before he did. Normally, you kind of land at the same time. Right. And he landed and on the foot. He landed on ladder. the side of the ladder. And later, you would see his back was like cut oh, and red. Cut up. Yeah. yeah, it looked poor, poor, poor Kyle. Um, but then that wasn't the worst spot for him because not soon far after, there was a spot where he's, he's, uh, there's a standing ladder and two guys are on the ladder and he gets, sta- the ladder's set up standing and there's guys on it. Someone, I think, is it a Riker? I guess power bombs him stand against the standing ladder, which then falls again. Everyone falls. He lands, hits the ladder again, like just insane. Every, so everything that's was when, back on the ladder. So that's when Morrow has the greatest call and says, "You killed Kyle," <laughs> which was just amazing. Uh, I found that. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly played the role of Johnny Knoxville in this match, meaning he just took all the he bumps. He took everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want to talk about Randy no bumps or Randy two bumps? This was Kyle all well, bumps. I think the scariest one, though, was Forgotten Sons had the yes. ladder on their necks, like Bubba Ray Dudley used to do when yeah, he like spin around. Both of them. So in one has one guy's head and one in the other. And they get hit by one, two with a double German suplex. Yeah. 
And I mean, they needed to throw that ladder. You need to get the ladder off. Your they, necks would break. Oh, I you could die. I was cringing. Yeah, like, we were because we I knew something was coming. So they have to. So throw they it. throw it, and poor Kylo Riley, having just had his back fucked up like three times already, crawls back into the ring, and then a ladder just comes flying. Oh, towards he didn't him. get hit though, but he, he didn't get it hit. It looked like it could have. Oh, been so I think bad. both of our hearts we just, just stopped at that point. Yes. Oh um, my god. Just insane. Uh, I, I lost my damn mind. He just took all the bumps in this. Kyle, all bumps. Kyle, all the bumps. Um, there was like crazy frog splash by Montez Ford. Uh, they do the classic Shelton Benjamin, Charlie has greatest tag team, like jump over, splash with like your, like your crotch, I guess. Yeah. But it was on the ladder. It looked cool. It was a shout out to those, uh, those guys. Um, there was a, uh, a lung blower, like German suplex onto the ladder from Kyle Riley, where he like somehow still fighting in this matchup. I don't know how, uh, kicks, kicks up. He hits like a code breaker, but then kicks him back up. And then Bobby fish wheelbarrow or snow suplexes. It was, him it, or was, whatever. it was like an assisted DDT. It was nuts. And then into the German suplex. It, was just it looked crazy. great. It was nuts. This whole match was just dangerous. Like, insane. Mario is losing his mind for this. Uh, there's a spot where there's a double Doomsday Device European uppercut, then the crazy uh, electric chair blockbuster from the Street Profits. This move is great. Uh, Montez Ford seems to move in slow motion when he hits right. these high-flying moves. He, yeah, he when you were, so much When he hit it, you were like, wow, he's just floating in air. He was just air. floating in the air. Yeah. It seemed like three seconds before like they landed. It, wow. was, it was beautiful. You'll float too if you wrestle Montez Ford. He hits the crazy blockbuster off the electric chair. It looks crazy. This is where the crowd's hot for Street Profits. And, of course... Jackson Riker. This is where Jackson Riker was introduced. I kind of jumped to that powerbomb spot because Kyle's mm. back is fucked. Jackson Riker comes in. Everyone's mad. Well, Kyle at this point is... <laughs> what's great is it takes Kyle's reaction before you see Jackson Riker. So he's poor Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, he's has like, taken all this damage. And now he's like, everyone's down. I'm climbing the ladder. We're going to be champions. And you just see his eyes. And he's got the best facial expressions. Course, yeah. Over the top as fuck. But they're so brilliant. Yeah. His eyes just go wide. And... You're like, oh fuck, he's seen something bad, <laughs> and it shows Jackson Riker coming out. The big guy, Gunner, from Impact, mm. TNA days. Uh, he comes out, he's looking all nasty, he comes down to the ring, he beats up everyone, he's on the ladders, he's literally beating up every single person, but by the time he tries to help uh, Wesley Blake and, uh, I'm literally forgetting his name. Steve Cutler. Steve Cutler, the gimmick is real, Forgotten Sons. Uh, he's trying to help them, but then all the other teams come back, and then this is where it's like... Like, stomping a mud hole. Everyone else, they throw the Forgotten Sons except uh, Riker. Then they all put the boots to him. They stomp a mud hole dry. They, that's gang-related. They, like, they just stomp oh, yeah. him out. Like, it was really funny. People should gift this. <laughs> because it's like when you post a bad tweet and it's like people yeah. stomping. It was so funny. He gets it. Uh, he gets thrown out of the ring. And Montez Ford goes to do a huge tope over the ladder, over into the outside but I feel like Riker was too far oh he was far too far so this I, was a scary moment yeah. because he had to commit to it right. and we just you saw before he even took off like Riker's way too far he clips him with his foot so he the move looks good because right. he hits him but it's not the the nicest landing you'd want on no, this kind of he move. looked okay because his head didn't bounce and then right after it was someone else who, who jumped uh, only Lorcan yeah. does his like Tope. plunger and thing. even he got fucking like tossed aside essentially but crazy crazy spots left and right this match from start to finish was just insane uh, just chaos like Morrow said it's a ladder uh, there's a cun ladder toe 
a concerto, but with ladders yep. from Undisputed Era, uh, well, by Oni and Burke, uh, I mean. But then uh, the Forgotten Sons, they're trying to knock everyone, and uh, everyone falls. The classic when everyone's up, and then mm. the two ladders, and then like every, it all falls I down. think everyone bits that Forgotten Sons have right. won, because they do the thing which I like. It's the... the uh, uh, the heels cheating doesn't necessarily lead directly to the win, sure. but like assists, like it causes a, a slight distraction or haziness. So obviously it's no DQ, so it's not right. cheating. But everyone thought when Riker came out, it's like, oh fuck, Forgotten Sons are winning this, and then the good guys managed to take him out, and then they all got taken out again, and Forgotten Sons are climbing and. We've seen enough ladder matches where people are going, oh, really? So and you heard sons. the groan from Forgotten the crowd. Sons. They're climbing the ladder uh, and out of nowhere. In fact, the camera didn't even really get it because the guy just appears out of Which nowhere. Which is perfect. He just I appears think. mystically. Is Montez Ford because he springboards, lands on the ladder, climbs up, pushes him off. He does a great look, wait. Like a little he like comes like, and he's like, mm, hiya, socks him. Boom, grabs the straps and the Street Profits in their, their TakeOver uh, debut here, win the NXT Tag Team titles in a fantastic, crazy ladder match. This was reminiscent of the crazy shit that the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian wanted yeah, to do. I, I enjoyed this one than I more so than the Money in the Bank a few weeks ago. Okay. I felt at times I was worried about the safety. Obviously, I was. This was obviously like all these big spots, uh, there's, there's danger. And we often see the... The jumps off the top through a table or stuff like that. Yeah. There was a lot in this match where it maybe didn't look particularly safe. I know that's a funny word to use, but I was worried that things didn't go quite right. Like the landing on the on the side of the ladder, the Jackson Riker being a bit too far away. Don't get me wrong, it was a, right. a great match and you want that sort of fear in this, but... I was worried too much I for was, the performers definitely, definitely. than like, oh, that was a really cool You spot. know why? Maybe because some of these guys are, have been developmental and they haven't been... Maybe, you know, going to evolve is great and stuff, but you haven't had ladder matches. You haven't had ladder matches. There's also the adrenaline of this is your, your big one. Yeah. Um, you're going to try and steal the show as well. Right. Don't get me wrong. I like the match, but at times... It was it felt kind dangerous. of sloppy dangerous, it felt dangerous rather than but still crazy. a big spot. Oh, so crazy. Um, I, I loved early on, shout out to, uh, I think it was uh, Steve Cutler, I think, did a, a, to- a suicide dive. Yeah. But like we were saying about Ford appearing, it just came out of nowhere <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, that moment was great. There was a Game of Thrones reference from Mauro. He said, forget about Bran the Broken, it's going to be O'Reilly the Broken. Moro Ronaldo makes a hip-hop reference an hour. I think it's his quota. I think he's got to make... Uh, How hip-hop's Game of Thrones. No, he made, he made another one. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah, but he hit a few. Uh, I swear you mentioned Grand Master. Oh, Bush. also, um, Dawkins' spear through the ladder that led to the finish. Right. That was great. Yeah, and um, it's, un- it's unlucky to go under a ladder. It is, but... Yeah, he did it, it and paid he still off won. Yeah. Uh, I like this match. I'm pleased Forgotten... Uh, sorry, I'm pleased uh, Street Profits won. Yes. Uh, slightly emotional. It was nice. Like, yeah. We've seen these guys a long time, especially Dawkins. Especially Dawkins. I've and been it's watching great this to guy see with the back finally oh, click. Okay. And like, he must be fucking over the moon right now. Yeah, exactly. They're probably partying up with their number. And he, you see the photo with them and Triple H. With yeah. the cup? You know, Triple H poses every time you win the titles. Well, they've got one with Triple H drinking some uh, red cup, red solo cup party. I'd like to see 
them against Undisputed at Toronto Takeover. Toronto, yeah. yeah, that makes the most sense to me. I think that could be great. I think that's where they should go. Uh, sorry, Forgotten Sons. But also, I love just Bobby Fish's vocals throughout the match. Time's up. You got Riley's <laughs> facial expressions and Fish is like, watch it, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> they're um, fantastic yeah great they're, match they're a unit uh, we get a vignette for a new wrestler debuting soon on NXT it is for the man known as Damien Priest hmm. it shows a bunch of like tattoos and like I don't know I got a weird like S&M bondage vibe I nice. don't know tattoo weird I don't know if anyone recognizes the name Punishment Martinez this is his new name Damien Priest so, I don't know, I got weird... It's interesting, because we've seen him as Punishment Martinez two or three times in it. Yeah, I hate that. They've... Punishment? Mm. Punishment? I've watched him for years on the on the Ring of Honor circuits, the past few. Yeah. And I'm always going into the... Ma- he was advertised against Will Ospreay a few years ago in Buffalo, and I went there. And I was, like, so down, because I got to see Ospreay versus Punishment. Like, really? That's the match you give me? And then, you know what? That was the one we went to. No, was it? Uh, no, it was in Buffalo. Okay. And, like, Punishment was... He was good. Right. So I was like, okay, maybe I got to give this guy some credit. So maybe a new name change and this, whatever. Damien Priest. It's like, hey, Alistair Black works. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got at this. So Damien Priest coming soon to NXT. Uh, let's go to our next match. It is the Women's NXT Championship. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry, we had Candice wishing EO good luck and saying, don't worry about the other two. I got your back. I was sure we were having a Candice LeRae heel turn tonight. Was she sure wasn't wearing the black lipstick. She was not. So, uh, but no, next is Dream versus Bree. Sorry, I skipped ahead and read the Damien Priest one again. Now you should. I didn't think you read ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I never read ahead. Who would do such a thing on this show called NXT? They take multiple. They take multiple endings now. I can't read ahead. <laughs> we go to the next matchup. Sorry, you're right. It's Tyler Breeze versus Velveteen Dream. Look, everyone, it's Tyler in a new. A new outfit, a new a new Tyler Breeze, a darker Tyler Breeze, a like a washed down, like beaten down old vet. I was underwhelmed by this entrance. Yeah, because the whole thing, the whole story is Dream is the Tyler Breeze 2.0. Yeah, and I think they should have gone out to try and just out entrance each other. Okay, I want to. John Pollock once said uh, that I'm good at calling uh, gear. Mm. For wrestling shows, I would say what I suggest someone would come dressed as, and I'm like, I, I've nailed things. I've called like r- literally a bunch of entrances, and you said, what What is Velveteen Dream going to come out? And I joked, I don't know. It's Bridgeport. Where is that? Like Connecticut? What's he going to dress? What's he going to dress as? Someone from the Hamptons? Was he going to dress like that, or is he going to dress like a blue blood? Well, he comes out in the Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> The, the shirt, the furry shirt. But if you ask me, it's actually an ode to Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh, okay. The blue blood. So right. technically... It's all of it. Yeah, I got it all. So uh, credit to myself. <laughs> I thought that that shirt, he looked like Prince coming out. Oh, he looked great. His yeah. hair was all done up. He, I had, just, he didn't have much of an entrance, just the outfit. No, it was it was the entrance. I think uh, it was the outfit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but again, it made you feel this was maybe a bit of a watered down takeover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought uh, Breeze's gear, it was too much in the middle. He either needed to do a complete new look for this. Yeah. Or or really go back old school, have the frilly, furry He didn't even have that. Bottoms. He's like a darker and version. It was, it was just too much in the middle. I, he's I he's think older. He, I think he's, he should have changed it up completely. 
Sure. Um, I was, yeah, I was well, underwhelmed. I'm I was expecting. T- well, I'll tell you why more. I was underwhelmed. The, the, the dude had his selfie, the entrance on the, 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 cam- the camera was on, and then the, the screen was his selfie, so he's walking to the ring like he used to do. The problem was, where's the selfie stick? Oh, yeah. Why didn't you come out with the selfie stick? True. That should have been a huge part of the, this show, the, the match. It should have been a huge part of the angle. And in the finish, like we're going to talk about it, the title is brought in for some reason. Why was that not the selfie the stick? stick? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Again, you know what? Because they're banned in Disney World. That's why. <laughs> Don't forget it. Um, I like the way both milked the crowd to start with. I think, sure. I think maybe it felt a bit flat, so they both kind of sat back a bit and the the breeze is gorgeous. The Tyler's gorgeous chance yeah, starts. Breeze is gorgeous. Yes. I thought they were great because they they allowed that to happen. Um, the crowd did get into the old classic breeze is gorgeous. The match starts off. Uh, Velveteen Dream hits his classic double axe handle. He then hits a lion salt. So maybe he's trying to wave uh, to Chris Jericho. He's mm. like, I see you. I see you in Vegas, Chris. I see you. Uh, Breeze does like a, a leg wrap around the post on Dream attacking his leg and then locks in the middle of the ring the single leg crab, the maple leaf, if you will. Mm. Breeze is Canadian and was trained by Lance Storm. I'm sure he's he's taught him a lot more than just that move. Um, Dream uh, then puts him like on the announce table there outside and he takes his phone, Tyler Breeze's phone, and starts taking selfies while Tyler Breeze is like... And we up. all know selfies hurt way more when on a table. <laughs> all, all moves hurt. On a ramp or a table, table hurts way more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's... Uh, I want to see these selfies. I bet he's posted them. Oh, he'll definitely post yeah. these, for sure. Uh, there, he's, he's then gets off the table, but again, runs into a supermodel kick. We will see a bunch of these. When it's a, a super kick from Tyler Breeze, it's called the supermodel kick, mm. just so you're uh, updated on your Tyler Breeze knowledge. Okay. Yeah, check. Uh, there's a bunch of supermodel kicks, in fact. Uh, there's the Dream DT, which is like the sister Ab- Abigail, but turned into the DDT kind of Yeah, twi- it's a cool looking move. Twisting. We've seen him use it yep. for, for a while now. Uh, they do like a fake out on some uh, Dream Valley drivers and the Unprettiers, um, but Dream hits the Unprettier on... Tyler Breeze. Yeah. So they're all doing each other's A lot moves. of trading moves in this show. Yeah, I thought so, which is great. Uh, there He goes for the purple Rainmaker, but Breeze gets his knees up. Breeze hits a cheeky Nando's kick and hits the Unprettier, and Velveteen Dream sells it like crazy, but you can't keep the Dream down. The Dream is always alive. He kicks out. And uh, I, I was like, hey, maybe Tyler Breeze wins this. I kind of got into the match more so into that yeah. section. And uh, he kicked out, so he's kind of mad. He hits the beauty shot, but Dream rolls out of the ring. Breeze tries to stop. This is where it got a little weird, the finish here. Breeze stops the 10 count, tries to tell the ref to stop the 10 count. But we see in wrestling people stop the 10 count all the time. Yeah, you just roll in the ring and roll back out. And the gimmick here is you're like the NXT vet. Dude, you should know. It was know. dumb. Yeah, yeah, you should know the, the way. So he's counting out Dream, but... Tyler Breeze is now in the ring telling the ref to stop counting because he wants him to come in. Dream grabs the NXT title, but the ref stops it, and he somehow Tyler Breeze gets it. He takes it away from him, which allows Dream to hit the Dream Valley driver, the DVD, the rolling DVD, jumps up to the top rope, hits the purple Rainmaker, the elbow drop, and pins Tyler Breeze. And well, it's also Breeze had the opportunity to use it and he decided didn't. against it. He which was, I thought was weird because Dream is the face, kind no, of. No, I think... Dream is still this weird, like... I feel I feel face. in this, Breeze was playing the face. Yeah, maybe. Um, he's but the vet it, But he was back. all dark and, like, had stub, like scruff. And, he, like, well, he's had scruff for a while. I, I don't know. Something was off with this. I, I felt like they could have... 
Uh, it didn't quite hit for me. Maybe Tyler Breeze was only offered five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, just maybe. Yeah, I um, I thought this match was all right. Yeah, I, I was really hoping for something huge. I think maybe there's a, we bit once, but I think no one really believed Breeze sure. was winning this. Yeah, which, you need dream to go. Going to a match, I think you always like. It's nice to believe anyone can win. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was okay. There, there was. I said to you during the match. Uh, there was the bit where Dream gets caught in a drop kick where he jumps off the top rope. Right. And I hate. And so many wrestlers do this. Why he just jumps down because he knew it's that like drop usually. Kick. Yeah. But his all he's going for is a double axe handle. Like right, that's right. his move he does off the top. So he when, could have done raised his arms and then sure, eaten it. But he it just, just jumped to get the move. Yeah. People do that when they get RKO'd. I know, and it yeah. it bothers me. Yeah. Um, it's wrestling. Yeah, I thought. That, like, don't get me wrong. I thought this was a, a solid. match. I thought match. this was a good match. It probably is still one of Breeze's. It's in the top of his matches. Sure, we just did a watch along of the original Takeover, and he fought Sami Zayn, and that was a banger. So yeah. he's good. I just thought maybe this was my least favorite match on the card, but yeah. this felt maybe more like a TV match. And we I watch think, we watch NXT TV. Every I, week. I agree. Um, so. And when we've seen Dream having match against. People like Alistair Black and... Dream with anyone has a good match. Yeah. Dream is WWE future I just WWE think champion. maybe it's the belief that, well, Dream's holding this. He should go for the main slot, but later on. Keep the North American. Give it some prestige, I guess. This is where the Damien... Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, they, what? Sorry. We didn't talk about the tombstones. Yeah, sorry. They... Uh, oh, right. They faked out giving each other a tombstone, but multiple times. Very strange. I think Dream just likes doing Legends moves. That's his I think gimmick. so. That's his there was no way in hell they were hitting this. Not at all. Not only because Pile Drivers are banned, but just the fact it's it's Undertaker's move. Anyone else's? Yeah. Like okay, but yeah. you're you ain't having Tyler Breeze Look, hit a Tombstone. Pile Drivers were banned, but then later in this match we're going to see a few of them. In the main event, you'll see a few. Well, of yeah, them. Canadian Destroyers are okay. Technically, but, uh, technically. Pile Drivers are yeah. not. Uh, after the match. Uh, there's a, a selfie. Dream wants to take a selfie with Tyler Breeze. <laughs> so he doesn't want to do it. He's hesitant. But then he takes a selfie with him. Yeah, Dream's See? being a bit of a dick. I thought it made Breeze look really weak. Of as course, well. yeah. I, I got what they were doing. They were doing the sort of, this is instead of the handshake. This is like Matt Riddle would do a fist bump. They were keeping it in character. But the whole selfie thing, it just... It made Dream look, Breeze look like he's looking up to... Selfie Stick was a big dream. mistake not bringing that as a main thing on the main You're roster. Right. It should have been a huge thing. Because when you think of Selfie Stick, yo, in WWE, the guy uses it as a weapon. It's, yeah. so, it's so funny. But, like, it wasn't a thing. It's too bad. I, I thought so. This is where the Damian Priest thing was that I mentioned prior because I messed up. Let's go to now the women's match, which is Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai for the mm. NXT Women's title uh, the video package was was uh, part of the NXT Target special that they put on. Okay. Not not the store Target. They just called it like Target that right. thing. I wish we still had Target in Canada, but we don't. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, they showed clips of that, and there's a clip specifically of Shayna being like, "Where's Kyrie Zane? Gone. Where's this person? Gone. Where's Asuka? Gone." Like she's naming all the people. She's like, "I'm still here because I'm unbeatable." So I I did like that. Um, Io. Uh, Comes, I was trying to think of like her attire, but she always rocks the the crazy uh, like 
just very colorful classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got we watched uh, AEW Double or Nothing. We got to see that uh, Joshi match, and like all the, the the women in that match are like in crazy colorful costumes as well. I yeah. fucking love that. It's Me so too. great. Me I too. love that. We gotta check check more of that stuff. Yeah, maybe review it. Um, some stardom <laughs> with WH. Sure. Um, so so uh, Io Shirai versus Shayna Baszler. If you watch NXT TV, you know that. Uh, that Io attacked her with the kendo stick and beat her up, and that Candice was going to help her out. If need be, I got your back. Uh, the horsewomen did not come out with Shayna Baszler, and Candice didn't come out with here to start. So we'll get to that. So the match starts off, and of course, Io is still hot, so she attacks Shayna Baszler right in the beginning. Uh, Shayna uh, fights back early and kicks the arm, and again, you were right, there were a lot of working elements on people's body parts, yeah. which is old school wrestling. It's have, great. It's, have you seen the movie The Wrestler? When the back yes. the scene where they're like, "Okay, you working on the? Oh wait, you're working on the arm tonight. Okay, cool. Let's switch <laughs> that up. I feel like that was an issue tonight." Um, Shayna kicks the arm and then starts to work on it, and then does the the classic Shayna Baszler elbow stomp, which they called the reality check. Yeah, it's is, now got a name. Yeah, and they drove it home because they mentioned it about five times in the first three minutes of this match. Right. Right. Uh, this move, I don't know how you do it and make it look like. You're doing oh, it, it looks vicious. It looks like it looks you're breaking terrible. the person's elbow. Like in a good it's way. insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I love that move. Um, so Shayna keeps working on the arm of Eo, and Eo fights back and hits this like straitjacket bridging German suplex, and it looks beautiful. She kills oh, Shayna. Bridges like, but so she's, beautiful. She's selling the arm, so she breaks it herself. Can't can't even pin her because her her arm is so hurt. Um, she goes for the she connects. Sorry, with the six one nine, the faint tiger kick. Uh, from Io Shirai, what's the area code in Bridgeport? What no would it idea. be? Money, dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a springboard drop kick and then a beautiful moonsault from moonsault from Io Shirai to the outside. Uh, roll Shana in, hits the double knees to the corner, not the balls to the face, but the meteora, the knees to the face. Right, uh, still a cool move. I like when she does it. I mean, Andrade probably does it. Just as good. They both do it. Andrade looks like he's killing people when he hits it. He does. Uh, This is where the Meteora connects. It could be the end, but the horsewomen, they run down. They're walking with their let's play, let's fight. Let's drink. Let's smoke. Yeah. That's what we got to get. You got to get it. (laughs) Coming soon to ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next. Go get all your up next shirts there. Cheap plug. Bang, bang. Um, So the horsewomen are running down. But that's not all. Candice LeRae runs down with a kendo stick and she beats these women up with this kendo stick. She was out super quick. Do you think, I mean, are they sharing a dressing room? Candice is like, you're going to They're watching it and then then Marina and Jasmine just run out and she's like, are they... They run out there, those fucking Look, there's a kendo stick right here. And she runs up. yeah, she wallops them. I, it starts to snap and I'm break. I'm not a big pieces. fan, but poor Marina Shafir, because that's like two weeks now where she has eaten these kendo shots, yeah. and they've not been light. For Takeover Toronto, <laughs> the the tailgate party that we're gonna throw on here, I'm gonna go on Amazon and buy some kendo sticks because you can buy them. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna beat you with it. <laughs> Ten dollars to yeah. hit Braden <laughs> with a kendo stick. I know a few people that would sign up. I know a few people that would pay more. I, I feel I feel people want to hit you more with a 
kind of statement. Maybe, think maybe I'm wrong. I'll but... think about it. I'll think about it. Uh, Candace Array beats them up with the kendo stick. Uh, Jesus Christ is what I wrote. The kendo stick is like broken in pieces. Uh, Candace then does like a running dive and takes out both of the horsewomen. But back in the ring, this allows Shayna to roll up Io with the distraction, but it's only a two count. She hits the shote is what Moro calls it. It's like a huge palm thrust to the face essentially uh, I love this if it's if it's actually called a shote I want to shote people shote and you hit them in the face with a palm that's fucking great uh, she hits the moonsault but Shayna rolls but she lands on her feet beautifully mm. there's a reason they gave her that gimmick genius of the sky because she she can fly a little bit she know, she's yeah. what, what do they call ricochet uh, the, the, the aerial oh what is it the aerial assassin. aerial combat oh yeah yeah <laughs> True, sure, whatever. Uh, she hits, she she then gets lands into some kicks, but gets caught in the Karafuda clutch. There's a crazy sequence here where they're going back and forth, escaping each other's moves, and keep, she keeps getting locked into the Karafuda clutch, but then keeps getting out of it, but then it's locked in one more time, and when you think Io Shirai is going to reach the ropes, she doesn't. And finally, the slow tap out and Io Shirai O-E-O-E-O-E-O-E-O no green light for her she lost Shirai still gets me high both her and Kyrie are so good at selling this and making you like urging where were you where were you Kyrie why couldn't you help out you saw there was two uh, horsewomen and Candace took on both of them Kyrie was too busy with Asuka to help her out that's that's sad before we go into the post-match thing what did you think of this match I liked it. I liked it a lot. I like. I think this was Io Shirai's best showing. Yep. You got to see everything. She hit all her marks. I feel like uh, both of them were really smooth in the way they were working. Uh, they kind of worked together. I. We have to go into the post match because I'm wondering: Do we get some sort of rematch or something? It's interesting. She, it was in, confusing in kind of a heel manner. Io Shirai grabs another kendo stick or the same one and starts beating Shayna Baszler with it. She then uh, moonsaults her. She then asks Candace to hand her a chair from under the ring. Candace is like hesitant. She's kind of reluctant. So she's like, "Oh, just just take it. Oh, I can't. Oh, I'm not even looking. Oh, just do it. Just do it." And gives her the chair. And then she uh, climbs the top rope, puts the chair on her own stomach, moonsaults with the chair onto Shayna. Looks super great. Looks super painful. And basically starts yelling at her in Japanese. And that it's interesting because she was supposed to be the face. And the, there's people booing her. They were like, yeah, well, they I, turned on her a little. I'm not quite sure where this is going. Shayna is a face? It <laughs> would, like, I can't see them. I can't see even if they tried to turn Shayna face. I can't see that working. Yeah. Um, and the way commentary were selling it, they would go, oh, this is bad sportsmanship and stuff. It didn't seem like that badass like Stone Cold would lose a match and then sure. beat the shit it out of someone yeah. it, seemed it seemed heelish mean. so is this setting up for a rematch where you've got to kind of heal EO I don't know it feels weird it, it makes sense if they're eventually going for a like an EO Candice sure, match they could um, I just felt and the fact the fact it didn't she didn't lose by being cheated out of it from, yeah, yeah. if the horsewomen cheated her out of it right it would make complete sense. Sure. And, like, she'd have got huge cheers. She's just mad. Whereas she's, she's just mad because she lost fairly. Oh, EO. Um, oh, EO. What's what's going on? Yeah, so, do you... I mean, I could see maybe a rematch in Toronto maybe, and then... Maybe multiple And then build to I want to see more. Of, I want to see more of Mia Yim. I want to see more Bianca yeah. Belair. So, multi-women multi, multi women match doesn't uh, Apparently, either. the rubber match uh, of Mia Yim and Bianca was 
recorded tonight as well for the hangover. They had show. Mia Yim t-shirts in the arena. Oh. They had Prince Pretty t-shirts nice. as well there. Uh, yeah, that's on the hangover show yeah. next week. Okay, that'll be interesting. We called that on the show this week. Uh, I, so, Io Shirai, possibly a heel, the genius of the sky? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Odd. Yeah. Weird. Um, they announced that NXT UK will be doing a takeover August 31st in Cardiff. Cardiff. And I instantly said, where's that? <laughs> You're British. Wales. Where's that? Wales. Okay. Uh, yeah. So another takeover. I think people have been waiting uh, for another one to be announced yes. uh, because it's kind of just been in this limbo since it being directionless, really. Right. Like, so it's good. They've got something to build to. Um, will you be watching? Yeah, definitely. We, we'll talk about it. We, we've been watching bits, bits and pieces of UK. Some of it's good and some of it's just like I feel like it's there. lost a whole lot of steam. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, the ring camp. I love Fabian Eichner, Bartel, and Walter, of course. The rematch was more of a, with Pete Dunn and Walter. The rematch was more lackluster on TV the past week. It was more they're setting up, up the, They're setting up the, the angle to build the, the three-way Rich match. Strong style. Yeah. yeah. So watch UK because there's some good guys there, actually. Yeah. I do enjoy the matches weekly on NXT UK, I have to say. But you got to kind Kind of sift through some stuff. I find because I get, I kind of get a little. I don't know. Maybe I have ADD or something. I'm like, uh, uh, you definitely have. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, so look out for NXT UK Cardiff August 31st. Um, are we going? Can we go? Go to Cardiff. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, you wanted to go to this show. I, I wouldn't did, have been mad yeah. because this show delivered. Let's go to the main event. What Morrow says, the magnum opus of main events. Opus? Opus. 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 The magnum opus. I'm only familiar with one of those Which words. Which means really good. <laughs> really good. All right. <laughs> well, let's talk about the entrances here because Johnny, uh, sorry, Adam Cole comes out, Bay Bay, but his entrance music is different. He's got a takeover entrance, if you will. Mm. Just a slight adjustment. A rapper. The guy on Twitter who raps over everyone's uh, wrestling themes, Wrestle and Flow, he is here on NXT. He's made it all the way from the internet to NXT. This is so awesome. As a guy who likes hip-hop and wrestling, this is fucking cool. So, you know, now we have a goal where where Uncle Paul does his live uh, takeover chats. You know, Triple H does his yeah, chats yeah. after takeover. We need to be the guy. We need to be on the on the pre-show or whatever. <laughs> That's our goal. You want to be like the guy we, in the shorts? Yeah. In shorts yeah, right I'm now. In shorts. <laughs> it's hot in the 60s. It days. is, yeah. It's hot in the 60s these days. Uh, yes, the magnum opus of main event. Wrestle and Flow, he comes out and he's rapping with like a rap over the Undisputed Era's theme song. It's fucking lit. This was really cool. This was so cool. I, he follows Adam Cole to the ring. Adam Cole does his end cool walk to the ring, gets up on the apron, and you know the part where it goes boom? The guy finishes rapping the verse right before it happens and Cole hits and it. And he said boom as well. And he does boom. I, I don't know about you, but I had a bit of anxiety because you know we, we've talked before about Nakamura whenever he like misses the drop sure, to do his yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I don't want gonna. Miss I, don't, it. I don't want him to like rap over it. He's gonna miss it." And oh then God. he like just spat out a whole load of words, and boom! This is really cool. Boom! I like this a lot. Uh, I know you walk around our house and sing the uh, Johnny Gargano theme song. 
you, you know, this rebel hunt. You this sing. Rebel I think just that part actually. I don't think I you know. Don't know the you words. don't know the rest of the words. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I can hear you from the shower. You sing loud. Uh, but uh, the other day, I was bumping the Undisputed Era theme song. Oh, it's, 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 a, it, it's grown on me quite oh, a lot. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Boom! I love it. Uh, the magnum opus continues because Johnny Gargano has some cool gear. He comes out for his entrance <laughs> as Captain NXT. Yeah, he's Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. It, his gear is really cool. He always it's has really, really cool he's gear. Got, he must spend a, quite a bit of money on his gear. He's NXT champion, baby. Yeah. He's got it. He's got to. He looks good. Uh, the video package for this, again, was part of that Target takeover thing that they did. And I watched this. And why don't they do things more like this uh, on NXT TV? It was like a documentary series following Gargano, throwing the first pitch. We joked on our show without even watching it about 50 Cent throwing a bad pitch and he mentions that uh, him and Candice practiced throwing the pitch because he didn't want to quote 50 Cent it (laughs) (laughs) so that was cool to see that Uh, watch that target thing really cool Um, so Johnny Gargano as Captain Marvel against Adam Cole the NXT championship is on the line and it's got to be noted Gargano is getting heavy boots yes here we were at TakeOver New York when mm. Gargano beat him in the two out of three falls. And I would say the crowd was crazy for Adam through the whole thing. And I was the one guy being the Gargano guy in my section. <coughs> S- yeah, right. And sure, yeah, you, you love him, actually. I love him, yeah. But as the match progressed and got on, that match is like a movie. Mm. It continued on and people started being like, oh my God, this is crazy. Gar- oh, Gargano, fantastic. So many guys were like patting me on the back like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like in our section, because he he flipped the crowd, and that's how you know this guy's fucking great. Here, there was even more booze for him, and so, I think well, I think now he is champion. Um, yeah, it, people were like, you don't have the underdog story anymore, yeah. really. So people were fully behind Adam Cole, right? In this one, uh, it has to be duly noted that on the pre-show, right before the show came on the air, uh, the pay-per-view went on the air. There was a guest at the the panel. And it was the previous champion, Tomasa Champa, mm. made his, uh, his his little comeback here. He cut a little bit of a promo. He said that he will be watching this match very carefully, but most importantly, my eyes will be on Goldie. And he also said that when I make my return, I'll be chasing that title. When I make my return. That's good news, is it not? That's oh, yeah. the first time he's come out on TV and said this. Yeah, he seemed pretty positive. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm wearing his shirt right now. I love the guy. It's a nice shirt. Yes. Um, so, I'm excited for that. So, maybe winner of this match? No, probably not yet. He's got, I mean, he's got a long time, I think. He's surely going to come back as a face. As great as a heel he is. No, he's, he's such a bad heel. He's going to come back as a face and then quickly turn again. Sure. Yeah. Fine. But like, yeah. they messed up Seth You all forgot about You know when me. Seth Rollins came back a few years sure. They messed that up they big messed time. That up. Triple H, when he got injured the first time round, sure. was the biggest heel. Right. Came back super over baby face. Right. I think, but him versus Adam Cole's fresh. Sure. I mean, we're, we're thinking way ahead. Sure. But yeah. Should he later be on, cleared? That'd be cool. Well, let's go to this. Um, I know that you say... We asked people on Twitter today, because it's TakeOver 25. It's been like five years of TakeOvers. What people's favorite TakeOver matches were. And I'll tell you, a lot of the tweets I got, like I'm just rounding... People are really into Sasha Bailey from Brooklyn. People are really into... um, uh, Is it... I'm blanking on it now. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. I got a lot of those, considering. Um, I got a lot of... uh, Gargano versus Cien Almas. I, I'm aware of that match. Yes, and uh, I got a lot of people 
uh, saying that it was this magnus opus, the two out of three falls, which I would say is magnum opus. magnum opus. God damn it! Uh, I say that that's my favorite NXT match, maybe one of my favorite matches. Is okay, the two out of three falls. So this is the rematch of that. Going into this, my expectations are crazy high for this, which is difficult. <clears throat> it's so hard, um, especially so soon after right a big match like that exactly. to do it again. I'm still cooling off from it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've watched that one back a few times since we were there live, but we watched it. This one, I was ready for it. And I have to say, these guys delivered. Let's go. Let's talk about it. It's crazy. Uh, Moral Menention mentions all the former NXT champions prior leading up to this match. They start the, the match. They ring the bell. Uh, both guys are trying to get early pinfalls on each other. There's a spot where Adam is outside the ring and his hand is on the apron. And Johnny jumps off the apron and does a double stomp to the arm of this Adam Cole. The, one, the arm that he works on for the Gargano escape. So early on. What I loved about this as well, I... I hate moves like that when it looks contrived. It's why I hate that hanging stomp. Yes. Because it rarely looks believable. Yeah. Um, And this was Adam Cole just like getting himself together, putting his arm just to like steady He was leaning, yeah. It wasn't setting up for this. And then Johnny just stamps on it. It It wasn't just a stomp. It was a double stomp. Double stomp, yeah. So he's already working the arm for the Gargano escape, which is great. Um, Adam Cole... Similar to the last match, they play on the last match a lot. They know each other's moves so well that they know the counters to the counters of the counters. This match is meta, if you ask me. And, well, yeah, I, I think you're referring probably to the uh, the bit where Johnny goes for the, the slingshot spear. Right. And he goes for it, and then he knows Adam Cole's going to probably try and, and super kick him. And he goes so he doesn't do it, and Cole doesn't do the super kick. Right. And they just yeah, it's kind like, of sussing each it's other great. out. It's, it's really good. great. It's but like it's, yeah, both match. are thinking... Two, three steps ahead. This match, again, felt like a movie to me. I said the two out of three falls did. This one, exactly that. Uh, this one's crazy. Adam Cole says, the lead up to this match, I had you in the first fall. Technically, I should be champion. That's what he's trying to do here. He keeps going for the Panama City Sunrise, which is something he he hits. It's the Canadian Destroyer, the pile driver, essentially. But he usually hops before he does it. Yeah. It's crazy. We'll get to that. He keeps going for it, but doesn't connect. Johnny hits like a jumping tornado flatliner. Looked really cool. Um, there's like the the slingshot spear, like you said. Um, Johnny jumps to go for some sort of back move, but gets jumped, caught with like a backstabber. Well, looked really, really great. Um, I say that in my uh, favorite wrestling, in, in wrestling, my favorite move. Everyone's got a favorite wrestling move. And I always say on this show that it's the Ushi Goroshi. Now, Adam Cole used to do it from the suplex lift into the Ushiguroshi. He called it the last shot. If you watched AEW, Britt Baker, she used it as the finisher. She did, yeah. She won the match with that move. Uh, Britt Baker uh, apparently was uh, sitting beside Stephanie McMahon <laughs> for this match tonight, just FYI. Um, so that's my favorite move. It's like, I call it the, since he's changed it, they just call it the Ushiguroshi from the knee. I, I call it the Sushi Goroshi because yes. it's suplex. Sushi, suplex. It's great. Adam Cole has ma- now created a new one. He now doesn't lift you up in a fireman's carry. He lifts you up in the, like, burning hammer, the torture rack, mm. flips you over and hits it, like, face first. Uh, crazy. What would you call this? It, it was al- it's almost like uh, the Feast Your Eyes, isn't the it? Jack, yeah. S- it, uh, like a hybrid of Feast Your Eyes and the Ushiguroshi. <laughs> you're, like, slamming a guy's face first, jaw first, essentially, mm. on your knee. Uh, try doing this in your next backyard barbecue uh, on, some, <laughs> on some relatives and see how it goes. Uh, so, not the not the Goroshi, but the Reverse Oroshi. Uh, so, I don't know, whatever. The Bull Killer, essentially. The Gargano Killer, if you will. Uh, looks fucking great. But, Johnny Kickout, 
The rain starts here. He kicks out of this. I lost my mind. I thought that was so great. Um, there's a bunch of more super kick fake outs, and um, Johnny just gets super kicked a bunch of times in a row here. It looked great. There was a super kick. This was a super kick war, essentially. Both guys use the move a lot in their uh, yeah. arsenal. Um, there's super kicks outside, and then I was uh, fanboying over the Ushiguroshi just then. Well, guess what? He hits it again on the outside, and then rolls him back. Or, or maybe not on the outside. Maybe on the outside. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, on the floor. Then he rolls him inside, hits the Sushiguroshi, which is the suplex version. Again, my favorite move. But Johnny kicks out of it. I lost my mind. But guess what? If that wasn't enough, he then uses the straight jacket, the Kenny Omega version, and hits, once again, the straight jacket Sushiguroshi. Uh, this match was just made for me, I guess. I lost my damn mind at Adam Cole. I'm chanting for Johnny Gargano in this match, but I, I, I gotta say, I was fanboying for Adam Cole quite a bit. Uh, what did you think of all the Ushiguroshis? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was, they, they were pulling out everything, but I think the story was, um... He hadn't hit the Panama Sunrise. He's going for it. He so he, he's it. gone for it at this point about three times, oh, I more, think. No, more than that. Uh, I wrote it down. I had to start calling it uh, the P <laughs> the PCS because I couldn't keep typing Panama City attempt yeah. in my notes. Um, so yeah, he's, he's gone for it a bunch and hasn't hit it yet, but yeah. has managed to hit his other big moves, right. which aren't getting the him pin. the pinfall. So he knows he needs to hit that move. Uh, he keeps going for that. He then uh, gets like flipped off the top rope from Johnny Gargano. And this looked kind of nasty. The referee quickly checked, like, hey, you good? Mm. It looked like he maybe popped his shoulder. Oh, the arm yeah. yeah, he maybe, like, popped his shoulder out. Yeah, he, like, landed pretty much but he was on fine. his shoulder. He was fine. You could see the ref was like, you good? But again, great, like, happy accident then, if he's fine, because it just added to the, the fact that Johnny was working on uh, yeah. Adam's shoulder. Sure. And Cole was working on, on Johnny's knee. Yeah, yeah, so Johnny Johnny's working on the arm, and Cole is working on the knee heavily. Um... He gets uh, uh, he hits that arm flip, hits a satellite into the Gargano escape, which then on the injured arm that he just landed on. So it looks fucking great. But somehow Adam Cole turns that into a figure four lock with the knee, the injured knee of Johnny Gargano. So they're trading submissions here. It's insane. Um, he keeps working the knee after the figure four. He gets out of it. He exposes Johnny's. He takes the knee pad down and starts beating on it. Um, he somehow ends up in, on the, the apron and Johnny hits Champa's draping DDT, but only a two count there. He goes for um, a suicide dive, and this spot we both lost, jumped out of our seat. So Cole gets hit with the draping DDT, but then rolls out of the ring on the, the entrance kind of way, but in front of the ring. And Johnny goes for his suicide dive. He hits all the time through the ropes. But as he goes, he's selling the knee. We say on the show all the time, Gargano is the best actor. Mm. This shows. So he's like going for the suicide dive, runs, but eats a super kick as he's landing. Well, also, he his foot gets caught. Yeah. Um, which I thought, because Johnny Gargano is fantastic and so clever, Yes, I think he did this deliberately, 100%. which is like <clears throat> essentially a botch, a thing we right. people worry about with the suicide dive is getting caught up in the ropes. Yeah. Um, and I think he did it deliberately because he was selling the leg. The, the only thing that made me think maybe he didn't was they didn't show this in the replay. Um, they didn't talk about it, but I'm telling you, which you're, you're normally right. it's if they're trying to cover something up. I'm telling you, but it's I better. loved it. I think it, like 
a deliberate botch because of your bad Me. knee, I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I think he's the best actor in, in wrestling. He should. You you said he should be the next John Cena. Sure, people are gonna be like, yeah, look how small he is. Uh, yo, he's good. Come on, he's such a good acting. Yeah, he's so good. It's the little things, and he's so good at it. I said meta. Um, so that looked crazy. He ate a super kick from a suicide dive. Looked nuts. So if you thought that was bad, then we really jumped out of our seats because Adam Cole off the apron to the outside finally hits the Panama City Sunrise, which is the jumping, hopping Canadian destroyer. It's a pile driver. He hits this on Johnny on the outside. On the floor. Looks insane. What a crazy spot. I thought to myself, ouch. But then I also thought to myself after Morrow calling it, um, Panama City Sunrise sounds like a good drink. A name oh, for a completely. Drink. Is it already a drink? Uh, you've got the tequila sunrise. But yeah, it's got to be something similar to that. We'll, we'll what spirit on. is big in Panama? Something, it's not like Daytona, but still something pretty greasy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, anyone from Panama or Daytona. That's the gimmick. That's yeah. why he's got the, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Panama City Sunrise looks crazy. He rolls Johnny into the ring, but he can't get the three count. Uh, Johnny counters the last shot, puts him in the Gargano escape, but jo- uh, Cole keeps working the exposed knee and it's not working. And he hits the last shot, but only a two count. So he claimed, hyping up to this match, I beat you with the last shot, one fall. But Johnny kicks out of it here, so he did not do that. Um, There's a pump boot after pump boot from Cole, which Gargano then turns into this crazy clothesline, which flips Oh, this exchange, this bit was insane. Yeah, it was like Just they were like kicking each other in the head. There was boos and yas and boos, because the crowd was really against Johnny in this match, I have to say. Then there's like, there's... Super kicks on the outside, and then there's like a counter to a counter to a counter, which leads to Adam Cole receiving a reverse Huracan Rana from Johnny Gargano, lands on his feet from it, and still connects with a last shot, and I bit so damn hard here, but Johnny Gargano (laughs) kicks out. Johnny kick out again. I lost my mind. Uh, The ref is like stopping Cole because he's trying to grab a steel chair, which then Johnny suicide dives, but again doesn't connect because Cole throws the referee into the spot. He takes out the referee. He grabs the chair thinking that Undisputed Era was going to come by. He was waiting for them. He was psyched out essentially, but they never showed, so he was a little uh, like disoriented. He was wondering where Kyle O'Reilly... We were so used to watching them interfere in their matches, right? They're pivotal parts, I would say. I, mm. I was biting. Where the, when are they going to show up here? When are these wolves, undisputed, ever going to show up? But he doesn't, so he's distracted. Which then uh, he somehow gets in the ring and he hits this like spike pile driver. Uh, I don't even know what this was. Oh, like in the ropes? Yeah, yeah it was like rope like on. it was like a draping. It was crazy. It was, yeah, I don't know how to describe. Adam it. Cole sets up for the last shot, but. I need this as a gift. It's just Johnny Gargano on his knees and then just falls face first and face plants. It's like after a night of drinking, Johnny Gargano just lays down. So Cole's like, what am I going to do? He can't even sit up to get this move. So he goes for that, but Gargano escape is locked in and he's using his injured knee to like... This was so clever. So normally he would plant both his feet to, to... Ground himself and apply as much pressure right. in the hold. But his leg But is he fucked. knew his one leg is completely fucked. So he crosses it over right. his good leg, so is only pushing off that good leg. So crazy. 
but still protecting his injured leg. I love Again, it. it's attention to detail like that that makes him so good. Yeah, little things with these guys. It's so great. So he's got the Gargano escape with the knee. He's there. But Adam Cole, the villain, sees the exposed knee right in front of him. So starts elbowing it. Vicious elbows to the exposed knee. He then super kicks the knee. He then super kicks the knee again. He hits the Panama City Sunrise one more time. The jumping Canadian destroyer hits the last shot. And we all knew what was coming. Adam Cole is the new NXT champion. Yes, oh my goodness. Is. What a match. Great Banger. Match. Banger. Uh, yeah. So many good things in this match. Ooh. I love the I love the trading of finishers. So you had the moment where um, like uh, Gargano hit the last shot. And then Cole locked in the Gargano escape. Wow. I, I always think when there's... I just go back to Austin Rock whenever there's trading. Right, yes. It makes it seem epic. It's like, crazy. You don't see it a great deal, but when it's done, I think it's saved for like big matches, big feuds, and it's where this. these guys know each other inside like out. You, we were we were describing they like psych each other moves counters. They yeah. know the counter from the counter. Like it's so so in depth of uh, of just uh, two guys trying to wrestle. Like they're so in depth yeah. about it, and I really enjoyed that. Um, again, Triple H was like, "Hey, Cody Rhodes." Fuck you! I'm gonna put on a better show. Uh, this these this whole show delivered. This match, I say that the, the the two out of three falls is my favorite match. This match delivered up to the hype. I wouldn't say I, I maybe I didn't like it as much. I, I might actually. I, I I would I would give I would give this all the stars. Honestly. I think I prefer the first one just because it was the crowning moment for sure. Gargano. I was fully behind. This him. was a crowning being, moment. Being in the crowd watching that. That turn, people going right. from yes, booing was, Gargano and being won over. Was uh, this, this was a great match. Don't get me wrong. This was um, crazy. I just, I think I do like the last one more. I, I need to see, watch it again. I can see a lot of people saying, yeah, we'll watch it again this week. We have to. I always like watching matches I lose my mind over again because yeah. I got to. Uh, I, I would say this this card held up for me and this match delivered for me. Uh, I don't know why even uh, even thinking they wouldn't because they just yeah. did. Uh, TakeOver does not miss. Can I just ask, didn't Drake Younger used to do death matches? Yes, of course. Why was he dead for like five minutes that's, after that's a suicide wrestling. dive? Never oh. He's a ref. No, it's something in those shirts. He's retired. It's something in the shirts that just make you weep. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was laughing at um, getting mad at that. I'm... I, I enjoyed the show. I don't think I was as high up on it as you. Okay. I don't think there was anything wrong with it. There was sure. nothing bad. I just... Maybe it was the mood I was in today, or maybe it was I didn't think the crowd were as hot as sure. previous takeovers. Um, I got a similar vibe to I had for the Walter Dunn match uh, in New York. Okay. Where it was good. For some people, that was match of the night. I was just... Match of the year for some people. I think... I think NXT knock it out of the park every week, pretty much. Right, yeah. Especially the takeovers. I, I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on it. I just don't think I... I wouldn't put this as one of my top takeovers, even though I can't really sure. think what to fault. Okay. Uh, I, that's fair. I would say that this main event, uh, I was really invested into. Uh, I've become... I, like... We were there in New York when everyone turned and became a Gargano fan for that moment, that crazy crowning thing. But at home watching this one, I was slowly like, oh man, I now I kind of want to see Adam. Oh man, uh, I want to see Adam Cole. The as thing champion. is, I, it's, it's the worry whenever, you, when watching NXT, it's the worry once someone loses that NXT title. What it's like, next? oh no, exactly. are you going to the main yeah. roster now? Welcome to and 205 Live. I, Johnny 205. I really no, want to. We're, we're both going to take over Toronto. 
in August. I need one more. Okay. I need one more Gargano okay. main event. Okay. So Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole in Toronto. Is that the main event? I would I would book that if it was me because that sounds fire. He beat I Roddy. Mean, it, it makes sense. Matt Riddle's already beaten Adam Cole. Yeah. Um, you got a long time to build Roddy. Uh, if you've been watching the TV, there's he beat uh, he beat Adam Cole. Yeah, exactly. Clean. He beat him clean. Yeah. So, so that. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, where would Gargano fit on the card? Um, if, if he is sticking around. Uh, well, what about like a three-way? Would you like that or no? I, I don't think don't so. That. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe Johnny Takeover doesn't have a slot. No, he shouldn't. No. But we'll see, I guess. Uh, I, I enjoyed this. Uh, the prophecy has it's, begun. It's, it's begun. The prophecy is undisputed. Uh, Adam Cole is NXT champion. Undisputed Era did not win the tag titles, but you know there's still time. I think they could win that in August. And Roddy could still win the undis- uh, the North, North American. American. So honestly, the prophecy of Adam Cole, he said, you know, beginning of the year, the end of the year, that Undisputed Era would be dripping in gold, and uh, it looks like yeah. that could that could come true. I'm real. I thought this. Uh, I thought this match was great. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing where NXT. TV goes afterwards because it's always great. Absolutely. So um, we should see what other people. Uh, we think should. Let's go to some feedback. We got forum.postwrestling.com is where we post up every Wednesday night for the NXT TV. Uh, shows. Oh, we have a lot. We have a lot. So we kind of got to skim through some of it. Uh, I'll start off here with Jesse from the six six six. He says, "Man, Johnny Wrestling losing the title on his first offense is whack." But even though I didn't like the result, I loved how they got there. Gargano Cole 1 may have been emotional, but I think Gargano 2, Cole Gargano 2 had a better story as a pro wrestling match. They told the story of each knowing each other's moves and subsequently second-guessing themselves perfectly. And they both sold their respective injured limbs sensibly and consistently. It's all about the selling. See? Jesse from the Six Nose. He says, We're all fortunate to be able to watch a generation of wrestlers who grew up watching wrestling and loving wrestling and who approach their craft thoughtfully and creatively. And often these wrestlers perform in front of crowds who are not marks to be conned non-fair weather fans who are coming just because of the proverbial circuses in town, but rather lifelong fans who approach the product knowledgeably and emotionally. The result is we get great wrestling, the greatest wrestling ever. So yeah, he's not wrong. Like these, it's true. These are, they're doing this for this, this crowd. We're that, we're that crowd. It's not the classic WWE. It's the crowd who are going to pick up. They don't need commentary telling you like if they're selling a limb. I don't need Goldberg versus Taker. (laughs) I do. (laughs) I know you do. He says, Having said all that, how dare these nutmeg snorting ass clowns boo Johnny Wrestling? This is why Connecticut Connecticut can't have nice things. Yeah, I didn't like that. Like, sure, you can cheer Adam Cole, but I'd have liked more pro. Don't boo I mean, Johnny Wrestling. Like That's who you fact. like, but come yeah, on. yeah. He doesn't deserve to be. He's a he's a good guy. He's not someone who's being rammed down your throat. Sure. He loses a lot. Right. He puts on the best matches. How can you boo him? Yeah. Uh, dickheads. Uh, we have Jake from the Windy City. How Vince McMahon responds to AEW, Brock boomboxing and dancing, a whiny Dolph Ziggler promo, and an awful Memorial Day party segment. How Triple H responds to AEW, makes the word wrestling seem legit by putting another superb and exciting takeover with matches exceeding the last takeover. Interesting. To be honest with you, I thought this takeover was just going to be a filler show with not much going on because of not enough time to build it. Boy, was I deluded. After the ladder match, I thought uh, we already got our match of the night, but man, this main event is ridiculous. Everything about it is white hot. However, I thought the ref bump made no sense. The rest of Undisputed Era never came out. 
Other than that, was a legit surprise and popped when Cole won clean. Especially the crowd reactions. The crowd deserves some praise too. There is nothing better as a live entertainer than performing in front of a white hot crowd for the entire night. These two got the crowd. We were talking yeah. about the crowd was a little iffy on all night. These Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, st- like they got them in the palm of sure. their hand for sure. Uh, we go to another one. I'm going to read this short one and then the next one after. He's, sure. Someone says, the wolf says, I just saw a cowboy Wei Ting sign during the tag ladder match. How awesome. But let's go to mystery. He says, very p- disappointing EO loss, but I'm fine with the post-match angle. Do you think the feud is over? And if not, do you think it'll result in a rematch being set for Toronto with maybe a hardcore stipulation set? It was very interesting that Triple H mentioned in the post-takeover Q&A that EO is likely dropping the sportsmanship-like aspect of her personality and going to start using violence to get what she wants. The title, according to her tweets. Nice. Yeah, I think there's definitely a rematch <clears throat> next month. Sure. I don't think there's anyone else in the picture really right now. No. Um, Jalen from Pickering. This was a nice show after not watching wrestling for a couple of months. I find it comical and at least for now nonsensical to have Mr. NXT, who took two years to get here, who gave you the best NXT storyline ever. Yep who has probably half of the best takeover matches ever, losing his first title defense on an anniversary show. I'm also just not a fan of those Cole versus Gargano matches. They both felt indirific to me. I don't know what that means, but sure. Uh, the Dream could and should be a megastar and top guy in the industry in like five years. The dude has it all and needs to be in NXT until Vince is gone. I would love for him to be the equivalent to Nakamura in New Japan and be a top guy who elevates that secondary championship to be his. The dream is a lifer, a WWE lifer, I think. He's so WWE. Well, like Jericho was. Ooh. He did the line salt tonight. Hmm, wow. Dream to AEW confirmed. <laughs> Dream to AEW confirmed. Uh, it's me, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to Jamie from Royal Leamington Spa. Yeah. Where is that? It's a spa? It's No, it's, it's the name of the place. It's in the UK. But he's at a spa. No. It's called Royal Leamington oh. Spa. Okay, I really was excited. Not excited, but like someone's r- r- giving us feedback from a spa. <laughs> it's just naked, <laughs> towel over their dick in a to sauna. To get an <laughs> <laughs> uh, He says, color me shocked at Cole winning. A pretty solid show, but I felt a steep... Below recent takeovers, not that the show wasn't good, but nothing stood out as blow away amazing. In particular, felt the main event was excellent, but had too much Johnny kick out. Uh, and as much as I like Shayna, it feels like she has the same match every time. Ladder match was fantastic. Really glad for Street Profits and very eager to see where they go. Breeze and Dream also had a banger and I'm hoping we see more from them. We have BG from St. Albans. The wrestlers always find a way to do new spots in ladder matches. And some of the old ones never fail to pop me, like Montez springboarding on the ladder at the end, sheer magic. Glad to see Adam Cole pick up the win, but where does this leave Johnny? Please don't call him up and then fuck him with good shit booking... Oh, sorry, I've got to do the voice with good shit booking, Vince. (laughs) Really enjoyed the show. Long live Shayna, bitches. Yes, uh, long live. Uh, Every time I type Shayna Baszler in my uh, notepad, like on computer notepad, it always goes... Does it uh, freak out and not have a clue what you're writing? It goes, Shania Blazer. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my Oni Lorkin is always honey. Yeah, it's always one, and it's like, what are you trying to spell? No, it's Oni. I've typed this every week for the last year. Come on, recognize it. Oni rules. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot where I am. Uh, you already did BG. Let's go to Big PC. He says, amazing show. You both are great. At- Keep up the great work. Missed meeting you both in New York, maybe in Chicago or sometime in the future. Big PPC, Phil C. Oh, Thank awesome, man. Much. Thank you. Hey, go review us on any podcasting app you're using, like iTunes and yeah. all that. Go give us a review and a rating and subscribe. 
Thank you. Uh, the next one here looks really long. Uh, it's not too bad. It's okay. just loads of pa- paragraphs. Go for it. Uh, Brad the Dad from Halifax. Just wow. This show is so much better than the main roster stuff. It's almost unfit. First, we get Logic. The only non-title match went first in our evening. Yes, I said that to you. I like how they have the show in order of importance. It's like a New Japan show. Yeah. Like You start with the only non-title match and you build up. Uh, second, it was... Uh, a great fast one-on-one opener and then an amazing ladder match to follow for our tag titles, putting the titles on a new hot team. Tyler Breeze is criminally underutilized. Why is he not uh, the guy getting a super shot at the showdown against Seth Rollins instead of boring Baron Corbin? Main event had great storytelling and the ending makes both guys look strong. Bring on the reign of Triple H as WWE overlord. This is the better show. Yes, better than AEW. I said it. P.S. Watch the first two hours with my 11-year-old son, who is a huge Adam Cole fan, but he fell asleep in the main event. Can't wait for him to see it in the morning. 8.5 out of 10. Awesome. Uh, British Wong style. Excellent show. Ladder match was brutal. Women's match post-match angle had me hooked. Suburb main event. And Johnny Wrestling is on another level. Don't let Vince get his hands on him. Andy West from London, UK. That's quite sure. You can do the next one as well. Uh, Harry from Houston. Mixed feelings on the show. The opener was perfect and it was everything you wanted out of one. The latter match was awesome, but Street Profits' champions feels weak to me. I think Montez is great, but the team overall feels like a solid mid-card team, not the champions. Yeah, but they're going to change that. They're going to be... They're, they're getting there. He says, Breeze and Dream did absolutely nothing for me. Boring match. He says, Io and Shayna was fine, but I would have... EO rather go over. He says Gargano and Cole was match of the night and almost as good as their New York match. I'm disappointed Gargano lost, even though I said he felt cold after winning the title. He says Cole is over as fuck and 7 out of 10 show. Uh, solid takeover. We have Kool-Aid Micah. First time, long time. First time, First time long time. time. Had we haven't done that for a while. Wow, it's been a while. I always anticipate up next and enjoy all the awesome content you guys produce. Wow. Maybe, hopefully, you guys will come down here to Tampa for Mania next year to jam out to some good karaoke. Ooh. Maybe we'd like to. Yeah. NXT Bridgeport was magnificent. <laughs> all matches to me had all my attention and I enjoyed them. I'm 50-50 on the crowning of our under- new undisputed overlord, but I know it'll be great. Question. When uh, when you think of the current NXT... What do you think of the current NXT championship scene? Uh, you obviously think of Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano and Matt Riddle, possibly. That's a short list in my opinion. There really isn't anyone else for the main event scene right now. So my actual question is, who should be built up to that status? I personally go with uh, Keith Lee, Jackson Riker, Kushida. I would love to see Keith Lee with a big push, but he kind of needs to work out some things in his character. He's gotten back. He's got to figure some things out. He's great. He's on the, the match next week. I, I put Dream in that category of yes, main Dream. Um yeah. Dream needs to lose the title. You know who's going to take it from him? Ryder Strong. Yeah. Um, I think Dijak could be there he's come in back, a bit though. once he's healthy. Uh, yeah, NXT's in some good hands, I yeah. think. We're, we're cool. And Cole's champion, baby. Uh, Chris for... Carlisle Carlisle, England all these British places I don't know where they are (laughs) brilliant show as always and I'm not wanting to repeat anything anyone else had to say although NXT Cardiff on the same day as New Japan Royal Quest at the Copper Box in London and All Out I can't help but think they've done this on purpose wait so those are all three shows on the same day oh damn that's crazy All Out is on the same day as this NXT UK Cardiff and New Japan Royal Quest we have Gaurav from India. Another epic takeover. Roddy and Riddle was an intense opener. Tyler Breeze exceeded expectations. 
EO and the post-match beatdown got me hooked. Adam Cole versus Gargano 2 delivered big time. The latter match was my match of the night. Kyle dying multiple times made me scream at 5 in the morning and ended up waking roommates up. It's going to be a fun day. That's what I do, except I wake John Pollock's kid, yep. kid up, right? <laughs> I just scream. Watching wrestling with me is fun. You, it, you, gotta, you gotta try it sometime. Uh, Carl Jr. I love your burgers. We don't have them here. Uh, out of all 25 takeovers there's been, which one is your favorite takeover? My personal favorite is the takeover Respect. Mm. Wow. Uh, I think New Orleans takes some beating. Uh, I'm going to say the one, I, I mean, I loved Toronto, uh, when they came here, but I'm going to say the, the New York one New where York. I went to definitely. I mean, I haven't been to as many as you have, but, um, favorites are favorites. Go for and it. finally, we have our friend Charbel oh. from Victoriaville. Best takeover ever for real this time. Every match was incredible. Best riddle match, best ladder match I ever seen. Blew the North American ladder match out of the water. Whoa, strong uh, best Shayna match I have ever seen in her. Uh, her in. I hate her. I hate her so much. When she won, I was so fucking mad. I hate everything about her. She is the most heel female wrestler I know. She is just a pure heel. Perfect. I love her. <laughs> wow. Uh, best match I ever seen in my fucking life. Cole versus Gargano <laughs> 2. I don't know what to say. Just wow. My favorite match of all time. Wow. When I saw the logo of Gargano Cole 2, Toronto will be the third. I'm coming for the tailgate. Whoa. What perfect feedback to wow. end up. Charbel, the sushi master. The sushi Charbel. master. Next Charbel. week, Charbel, because I know you, you give us feedback every week. You try to. You're the sushi master in Montreal or Victoriaville. Yeah. What do you think of the sushi Garoshi? You have to make, you have to create the sushi Garoshi. Yeah, absolutely. You know he created the sushita, oh, so he's got to okay. come up with the sushi Garoshi yeah. for me. The proper something crazy. I love salmon, so you got to do that shit. Mm. So, I'm gonna make a move called the sashimi. It would be different than the thing. That's all the feedback. That's a lot of feedback. That is. Uh, I know we're on uh, uh, YouTube still, and we have people here that are still listening to us. Um, so um, Charbel wants a Bray and Davy cut out. Yeah, uh, people really love the Kyrie Zane cutout. Um, so uh, my computer's going to die. So we should probably wrap this up. I don't know. Yeah, we should wrap this up. Thank uh, you, everybody. You need to get to work. I do. I have to do an overnight shift, and i got to leave. So that's kind of why. But I can still see all the chat here. You guys are uh, awesome. Thank you so much for uh, showing up and, and sticking out. We're definitely going to be doing this again, uh, probably after the next takeover. Oh, the next takeover. Plug it in. We're, uh, the next takeover, we're uh, here. We're going to. We're going to have the takeover tailgate. Yeah. It'll be lit. Um, so look out for that. Look out for any of our podcasts, again, on any uh, app that you use for podcasting. Uh, Stitcher, um, Google Play, Spotify, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next. And uh, look out next week for our Hangover Show. You can uh, find us, uh, subscribe to us if you're listening to this and you want to listen to more reviews of NXT. We review NXT every week. Mm. Every Wednesday night, we put the show out Thursday. So uh, go check that out. And uh, I don't know what else to say. Thank you for all the listeners, old and new. Uh, I've been doing uh, reviewing all the takeovers for like five years now. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. So uh, I thank all the listeners uh, yeah. who still stick by me and, and follow me. So you can follow me on my socials because if you don't, you're missing out. We, we, we're kind of idiots on the internet sometimes. I know I am. Uh, you can follow me at the Bray D on Twitter and Instagram. And I am at Davey Portman. So uh, with that being said, um, have yourselves a good night and take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy! Yes.
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.